and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. Number 75 today, it's Pastor Eric Claussen who guides our Psalm 75 devotion. Hello, welcome to our Psalm devotional study. This is Pastor Eric and we are on Psalm 75. So this psalm is a wonderful little psalm. And I think it's uh, very appropriate. Um, it's amazing that we are already halfway through. This is the halfway point of Psalms. We've gotten through 75, 75 more to go. Uh, and this is going to be the last one of 2020. Uh, or is it the first one of 2021? Well, either way, I think it's a pretty good one. Um, it's short. It's to the point. Uh, and as we talk about it, I kind of want to talk about it uh, in three different ways. And it's going to be good news, bad news, good news. Uh, so keep that in mind as we read this. We're going to pray and then read this and then we'll discuss it. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. Lord, we pray that you'd bless us through this psalm. Lord, we pray that you would guide us and direct us, that you would give us humility and compassion. Lord, help us to always remember the great gift of your son, Jesus Christ, and the price that he paid on our behalf. We pray this all in his name. Amen. So first off, I just want to talk about the little introduction. You know, there's always little introductions to um, these, or, or often there are little directions, basically musical directions for the psalm. And so Psalm 75 has this, which I think is, is pretty funny. To the choir master, according to Do Not Destroy, a psalm of Asaph, a song. So I just think it's pretty funny. Apparently the tune that this goes to is called Do Not Destroy, uh, which is pretty metal, if you ask me. Anyways, let's begin. Psalm 1. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks, for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. At the set time, I will appoint. I will adjudge. I will judge with equity. When the world totters and all its inhabitants, it is I who steady its pillars. I say to the boastful, do not boast. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high or speak with a haughty neck. For not from the east or the west and not from the wilderness comes lifting up. But it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup with foaming wine well mixed. He pours out from it and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. But I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be lifted up. So, you'll notice in this psalm, as with a lot of psalms, it can switch very quickly to be speaking about God, to be God himself speaking. And so you have to make sure you're kind of keeping up with that idea. So first off, it starts off with, uh, we give thanks, um, God, for all the wonderful things you've done, as so many psalms begin. But then it talks about God's judgment kind of his sovereign rule that he is in charge and that he is righteous and he will judge everyone according to their deeds. In this, remember I said it's going to be good news, bad news, good news. This is good news. Like God's in charge and he's not going to let the wicked escape. He will make the wicked pay for the crimes that they've done. Um, this is one thing that we look forward to judgment day. And what is God going to do? He's going to judge everyone. Nobody's getting by with any of the things that they've done. No, God, the righteous judge, he will bring account. 
He will bring payment, demand payment for all the sins that have committed. So this means that all those wicked, terrible people in the world, they're not getting away with those things. People like Hitler and Stalin and Popat and Mao, all these people who did terrible, awful things, uh, they will be held accountable for those sins, for the innocent blood that they've spilled, for all those who have, well, exploited and taken advantage of all these terrible things, the things you read about in history or on the news. Those people aren't getting away with those things. God will bring his judgment down upon them. It's it's interesting. I love history, you know, uh, and this uh, recently, I started listening to this podcast that's all about the Cold War, and I've, I've really been enjoying it. But one of the things it talks about was Stalin's last days. So Stalin killed uh, probably more people than anyone else. Maybe Mao is the only person who killed has killed more people in history than Stalin. So terribly evil, awful things that Stalin did. Uh, and Stalin ended up dying basically slowly and alone because all of his... Um, all of those beneath him, when they saw he was sick, they were too terrified to do anything to help him. And so maybe he could have been okay if uh, people were willing to help him, but they were all too terrified to do it. And so basically they let him slowly die. Um, and it's a legend, and I don't know if this is true, but Stalin died in terror and in terror of what was coming next. Um, and we know without faith in Christ... Stalin is, well, he's paying the price for all of his many awful, unspeakable sins. And so in a way, that's good news. God's justice is done. Nobody gets away from it. And this is something where if you're on one side of the political spectrum or the other, maybe you start thinking, yeah, yeah, those other people, they're going to get it. Those terrible, awful, no good people, they are going to get it. And they're not getting away with nothing. Ha. But when we take this in context with well, everything else in the Bible, we got to remember, no one's holy. Not even one. And don't think on Judgment Day that you don't have any sins that will be coming upon you. No, you do too. And we all do. And Judgment Day, in one way, should be well, a little bit scary because all of our deeds are uncovered, all of our sinful motivations and our thoughts and our actions, those will all be revealed. And so it will be seen just how terrible and sinful we all are. Yikes. And the punishment that our sin demands. So in that sense, this is bad news. Yeah, God is coming and he is going to bring righteous judgment on evil sinners. Problem is, you're one of those evil sinners, too. And so this, this becomes bad news. Because we've all been haughty. We've all boasted and been proud and ignored those in need. Or felt self-righteous or superior. All these things, these things which God hates. And he's coming to righteously judge. So where's the last good news? Well, I want you to look at... Verse 8. Verse 8 is pretty awesome. It's this theme of a cup, this cup of judgment that God is bringing, and he will make the nations drink it down to the dregs, which is this awesome idea that he's going to make them drain the cup of his wrath and his punishment. Don't think that they're going to escape by. No, they're going to get every last bit of what they deserve. 
But what about you? That means you are set to get everything that you deserve. If you're really honest with yourself and you think, what if everyone could see every single one of my motivations, every single little thing that I didn't do that I should have done, every single thing I should have done that I didn't, is that the same thing? Commission and omission, every little action and thought that you've had and people would see just how sinful and corrupt you are too. It's a scary thought. And what if God made you drink every last drop of the punishment, the consequences of your sins? Well, the good news, all that comes very clearly in the New Testament, but there's many, many, many images of it in the Old Testament as well. But most importantly, I want to look at this cup of judgment. It appears again in the New Testament in the Gospels. And Jesus is going to speak about this cup of judgment as well. He actually speaks it in Matthew, Matthew chapter 25. Jesus says this in the Garden of Gethsemane. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And then he goes back and he sees that the disciples are still sleeping. So he goes back and prays a second time and says, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. What is Jesus drinking? He's drinking the cup of wrath that was meant for you. He's drinking down to the dregs the punishment that you earned, that you deserve. And that's the final good news, is that, yeah, God is going to bring his righteous judgment on everyone, on all the evil sinners, of which you're one. But he sent his son, who would drink that cup on your behalf. So that instead of a cup of wrath, you would receive a cup of the new covenant of his blood. And that you would be washed through his blood. He would pay the price so that you could have salvation. So, I want you to remember this. When we, when we read about God's judgment on the evil ones, we should think, Thank you, God, for that righteous judgment that you bring. But also thank you that through your son, Jesus Christ, I'm no longer one of those. Not because of something special that I've done, but purely because of what you have done for me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this psalm. Lord, we thank you for this promise of righteousness and judgment. That no evil will escape this world without righteous judgment. Lord, we thank you that even though we should be accounted among those sinners... Through your Son, Jesus Christ, you have redeemed us. He has drunk the cup that we deserved. He drank that cup of wrath that was meant for us, and he drank it to the dregs. And then he rose again and defeated sin and death for us. Lord, give us peace and comfort in that. Help us to be eternally thankful and humbled by your goodness for people like us who don't deserve it. We pray this all in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, happy new year. Uh, let's be rid of 2020 and let's hope for the best in 2021. It's all in God's hands anyways. And uh, I know he's got us right where he wants us to be. Peace. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org.